This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, welcome back to Realistic Sustainability Educational Shorts. This week, I want to talk about NASA. Well, trust me, it makes sense, I promise. The National Aeronautics and Space Administration, NASA, has been an anchor in the United States for science and progress since 1959. When it comes to sustainability, you would be surprised how big of a role NASA plays in how sustainable America can be. Do we always use it the way we're supposed to? Does it always become mainstream, these technologies that NASA creates? No. Not always. Sometimes they're held strictly for the Army. But over time, these technologies do leak out. And it's a place for some of America's brightest to go work and create. NASA has been rightly known for its space exploration, but it does so much more work. There's all kinds of facilities throughout the United States that do so much for sustainability. Before I even go into what I've written down, I started thinking about something. I hold a certificate in something called GIS, Global Imaging Systems. This is where drones, satellites, all these things can take images across the earth. And we can manipulate those images to see, over time, forest growth or loss. We can look for elevation differences. Sometimes you can actually go through and see composition changes. They use this system to map out almost everything, from patterns of where people walk to how the ecosystem is changing on, on the Earth. NASA, big part of creating the software, the process, and the understanding of GIS and how it works. But, for example, NASA has a facility, the Ames facility. This facility is a huge place for sustainability. NASA works on energy management and production there. That's better batteries, better solar panels, things like hydrogen fuel becoming more efficient. They just work on that to make it better, looking for better options, creating better systems for NASA, and later the rest of us. They do efficiency models because you can't waste things in space. First things first, let me tell you a little bit about me. One of my dream jobs would be a project manager or leader on a Mars habitat mission. Now, are they going to send me to Mars? No. We charge by the pound and I'm a big guy. But I would love to be a part of designing these habitats, these zero waste habitats that you have to have on off planets. Because you can't waste water, you can't waste food, and you certainly can't waste energy. And that's what I love about these things. This facility works tirelessly to make sure you're wasting nothing. And guess what? Once that stuff is used elsewhere, like a space, over time that technology filters back to the rest of us. That Ames Research Facility helps develop ways for energy servers to deliver clean and affordable energy. So they're constantly looking for ways to make things more efficient and to reduce the losses of energy getting from point A to point B. They help 
human exploration. They focus a lot of time on lightweighting. And when you do that, you develop new materials and things that were very, very futuristic in the 70s, we take for granted today, but we can take it for granted because NASA created it. They also, uh, like I said before, work on power reductions or volume reductions. They take something that is already there and continue to work it until it's very, very small. No different than when you, we all grew up with, you went from a record to a laser disc. Then from that laser disc, you went to CD. That's just reducing the technology size to be easier to use. They focus on that. They have research on ecosystems. They fo- they also work on making sure that NASA has sustainable bases, not just off-planet, but here on Earth also. They work on the sustainability for NASA. They do energy conservation and management practices, Earth environmental sciences and services, and green space water conservation. Yeah, it's not all just NOAA doing these things. And by the way, when NOAA needs a satellite, who do they call? It's NASA. Because even if they don't build their own, which they generally don't, it still has to be delivered into space. And we got a pro for that. NASA is the master of making sure they pack things right. And they used to be the ones who sent it to space. Now we subcontract it. And just think, that's one facility. NASA has facilities all over the United States that focus on a large amount of different things. But almost every one of them focuses on something in sustainability. And that's the stuff you kind of probably already knew, but there's some stuff you may not know. NASA also stabilizes our economy. So there's a lot of things that can be made. There's things that are easy to make, and then there's things that are hard to make. Why are they hard? Are they complex and the machines can't do it? No, it's new technology. Other countries have a harder time reverse engineering and recreating new technology. That's where NASA stepped into our economy. They were constantly innovating, constantly bringing new technologies to market. No, they weren't bringing them to market, but what they did is they used a spinoff system, allowing companies to apply. And those companies could be granted patents through NASA. So it's really easy to take a certain t-shirt and have that thing carbon copied all over the world from all kinds of different factories. But it's not as easy to reverse engineer and create your own version of LASIK. Yep, LASIK eye surgery came from NASA. Infrared thermometers, which are now easy to produce and mass-produced all over the world for a long time, it wasn't. We could do it. Now, we may contract plants outside of the United States. That's different. But this technology that comes from NASA allowed us to keep a lot more industry here in the United States because, well, People couldn't compete with the new technology. Or cochlear implants, artificial limbs, LED medical treatments, 3D printing of food, invisible braces, improved radial tires, chemical detection, firefighting equipment, temper foam like Tempur-Pedic beds, and freeze-drying are just a taste of the more than 2,000 patents NASA has spun off to U.S. companies. If you want to stay ahead in the economy, if you want to keep the United States running strong versus other countries, it doesn't matter if their labor charges less if they can't make the product. NASA is where innovation is based. Thousands and thousands of industries created from patents NASA has sent. And it's not even the last thing that NASA does for us. 
And I know you're going to send me messages. There's way more than this. I'm really just hitting the hot points. But NASA also inspires. They play the role of heroes. They leave this planet and do amazing things. Kids, yeah, kids, watch what they do. And it makes them want to do more. It makes them want to be that person. There was whole generations who watched NASA. And were we behind in math and science during those times? No, because we were focused on that innovation. We weren't constantly reducing NASA's budget. Did you know that currently NASA gets a half a penny on every dollar the United States has? A half a penny. That is not much. As Neil deGrasse Tyson would say, if I cut into a dollar, one half of 1%, I don't even get to the ink. But yet our economy ran on it. It is the largest return on investment our government spending has. You want to do amazing things? Take away the military budget and give it to NASA. Trust me. The future would be here tomorrow, and our kids would continue to look up to them, want to strive for more, and become part of the future who builds wonderful things to keep you and I alive. In case you're wondering, it's also why I do a lot of STEM teaching. Because you know what? These kids are going to learn something great, go get a job, and develop something that keeps me alive longer. I appreciate that. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this short. If you did, share it with a friend or on social media. There's other ways to support realistic sustainability, like becoming a monthly sustainer. You can do that for like under $12 a year. I think it's 99 cents a month is the minimum. And thank you for those who've chosen to do that. It does make us feel good and it kind of makes it all worth it. Or if you can't do that, that's perfectly fine. Don't do something in your budget that you can't sustain, but you can leave a five-star review. It's been a long time since someone's gone onto Apple and left us a five-star review. So if you get a moment, please do that. It does help. And thank you again. We're only getting together each week to get a little bit better. Little bit, little bit. Well, it'll be a big bit. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week. Feeling overwhelmed by climate change? Looking for sustainable and ethical brands to support? That Ethic is perfect for you. Ethic is a simple browser extension that helps you find sustainable and ethical brands online. Learn more at ethic.org. E-T-H-Y-K.org.